Blog Talk Radio. Now we can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way. The choice is yours. Three's the hard way, three's the hard way, three's the hard way. You want to do it the easy way or the hard way? With over 30 years of combined wrestling experience and knowledge, nearly every bit of it Woody's, Georgia Wrestling History presents Three the Hard Way. was 
when it I remember having conversations with, you know, my my wrestling buddies about this year and like, man, what's going to happen because Last year was sort of this tumultuous, weird, weird time where things were shifting and things were changing. And like you said, Georgia Premier was just getting fired up and getting running. And um, I, I lose the timeline a little bit, but, you know, Anarchy was in a state of flux. We didn't know exactly what was going to go on there. Um, you know, we weren't too far removed from losing. You know, Rampage has been gone a couple years, and so Anarchy was the last sort of bastion of the old times. And then it started to change, and um, things started happening here and there, and AWE really, I know they existed before, but, you know, they really came into their own, and they really started having these big, huge matches. We just didn't know how things were going to shake out, and and you know, the tempers were a little high in places, and, you know, Southern Pride had, had had a really strong run, and they were coming into their own. And then I don't know what happened, Daryl, but we all just started getting along. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it's, the it's first just thing. been gelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from from this year, that was the, my first big takeaway was people wanted to work together. Seems like a a bit of a a misnomer for this. It wasn't so much that oh man, I want to we want to do some invasion thing, want to do some talent swap. It wasn't that. It was just let's just stop backbiting and being mean to one another and. If you see I got something cool going on and you're not running, you talk about my thing. And if I see you got something cool going on and I'm not running, I'll talk about your thing. Or we're both running on the same night and we pull from this same pool of talent. Um, I'll make sure that my guy gets out the door to get to your place, and you'll do the same thing for me. Um, so that was sort of the year of brotherly love. Um, you guys <laughs> aren't in, a, in as quite a congested area as PCW is, and, you know, Peach State, PCW, Southern Pride, um, we're all right there on on the 20 corridor, so to speak. So we're all right there together, and then we bump up against each other's nights. So we might have saw that a little more, but did you guys see some of that up there in North Georgia? Well, just to be honest with you, uh, Matt, I actually, maybe me getting in it made it all gel. I don't know. I never saw any of that because, you know, when I got in it uh, – you was working really great with Woody and uh, swapping talent back and forth. And, you know, uh, I've seen some continuity between you and, and Southern Pride and, and, and AWE and stuff like that, swapping talent back and forth. So I never actually, just to be honest with you, I guess I come in at a great time, never saw the all the backbiting you're talking about. So it's just, you know, I won't say it's been gravy for me because, you know, wrestling's never gravy, you know. Just when you think you got all the answers, they change the questions, you know. That's a famous <laughs> by a famous wrestler. But, uh, you know, I never saw that, so it's been good, like I say, uh, as far as working together with, with a lot of people. And, uh, of course, uh, we still have that where we've got, you know, and, and, and we look at our areas, and I know you do too, is, is uh, our, our areas, you know, where, where we work. And, you know, we have people try to come into that area and, and work some places we work, and and so you know that happens a little bit, but it's going to happen. It's not like we own that place anyway, so you know. Well, yeah, that uh, did happen. That happened especially with with you guys. Um, what did you do in that scenario? You know, you know what we did? Nothing. Here, here's the way I told Woody. I said, let's look at it this way: the cream will rise to the top. We'll run our shows. Let them come run what they run. And and you know the best team, the best show is going to come out and and it has I mean uh, you know not trying to toot my horn but toot toot you know but we yeah. we, we you know we've we've where we've been running we continue to run and uh, if they come in and run one here and there uh, it, it doesn't seem to work out for them I'll just put it that way so. Uh, if you run a good show and people know you're going to run a good show, run storylines, and make make it make sense. You know, psychology, psychology, psychology is a big thing. And, you know, it's just like, yeah. you know, I've only came to a couple of your shows, but uh, you do a lot well, the way we do. And, and, you know, when you go out there and you give everything and and you've got good workers that, that are not jealous of each other and can work together, you're going to have a good show, and that's – that's just the way I look at it. So, and we've got some great guys. Yeah, and you know, 
we're literally 30 minutes from Southern Pride. You know, they run Monroe, we run Porterdale. You could <laughs> you could leave our show at the end and, and catch theirs, you know, and, and a lot of times right as they're getting going. So that was always something that I was a little worried about because they were extremely strong. Um, right. They drew a much bigger house. Um, our, my model is consistency. Um, if I'm getting X number this week, I got the, the bottom line is I got to get at least that same number the next week. You know, I want to grow. Obviously, we all do, but right. um, keep the base, maintain the base. You know, I, I work in the software industry, and that's a big, a big thing that we do. Like, you know, you can, you can go out and chase new money all the time you want to, but you got to keep the old money too. And so, <laughs> man, and our, our schedules would, would, you know, we've been first and third forever. Um, and, you know, they were trying to figure out what worked best for them. You know, Charles is, is extremely enterprising and, and he's got a lot of irons in the fire. So they run the show when they can run the show. Um, and sometimes we'd bump up against each other. And, um, man, this is, oof, we're going to have to gear up for a war here. What are we going to have to do? And, you know, a lot of times we'd have talent that was on both shows, and so a lot of nights we'd just go over and, and you know, look around. And I'd look in their crowd, and, you know, I was like, well, I don't see a whole lot of people here that are missing my show, and that's good. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, that way, and that helps us, you know, we they get to run their storyline, we get to run our storyline, and, it's not a weird, oh, this guy's a good guy here, and this guy's a heel over here. Da, da, da. And then, you know, we were always welcome in that locker room. I had worked for Charles, and he's always treated me well, and, and it's been very complimentary, and I appreciate that, and we were always welcome. And so I was like, well, you know what? They're doing okay. It's not hurting us. We're doing okay. We're not hurting them. So let's just keep on trucking. Let's not fight. Yeah. And <laughs> lo and behold, end of the year, we run a show together. And everybody got along. It, worked. it went well. It worked you good. came down. That's right. I forgot you and Woody came down yeah. for that thing. What y'all think of that? Yeah, we wouldn't. Now that I got, I, I thought it was good. I mean, I, 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 I actually expected you to run. You guys run sort of. You run a match. They run a match, and and stuff like that. But it, it did good. I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's like okay, you did your show, and then they did their show. So. Really, I thought that was that was that was actually more better or better than what I had thought about it. And I thought, like, say, they would use their talent to work some of your guys and a mix up like yeah. that. And maybe y'all had thought about that in the beginning, but you know, once I got there and you did, you know, you guys did what you did. I thought, wow, that's two shows running together separately. Kindly worked also. That's right. And and that so, way they get everybody gets to do their thing. And you get to showcase your thing. And I'm sure that down right. the line, if we mix it up. We'll start to overlap a little bit, but that and I was I was so excited about doing that show. Um, I was a little I'm not gonna lie, I was a little trepidatious at first. Like Man, I don't know, um, I'm trying to build a thing here, and you just <laughs> never know. You never know what it's going to what it's going to be. But um, the first thing I ever got to book was the Titan Class shows with Woody and Empire, and so that kind of took me back to like, hey, I, I know this racket. I'm, if, if there's a thing that I'm good at, it's this. It might be this because I've done it before. And um, so I just I told Charles, I was like, look, here's how I think it should go. Um, I think we should keep it everything separate just because it's easier for the people to digest. It's a natural place to put an intermission. And the people get two big main events. They get the main event of the first yeah. half. They get the main event of the second half. And it's two legitimate main events from two different companies. And, I was just pleased as punch, man. We raised some money, uh, did some good, and you know, did a thing in wrestling that is not done as much. And that's everybody gets along and, and gets it done, man. And um, you know, after Sacred Ground, uh, I started to notice we had some of those Southern Fried folks coming over when when they weren't running. You know, they're still their loyal fans, and I, I'm glad that they still go to their shows. But when when, when they would have an off week, or we'd be uh, they would they'd run on the second, fourth, or something. I'd see a lot of them, and they enjoyed our show. And man, this is great. Um, this is great. Now, another thing, and you know, the, the award Chip Day winning, you know, Performer of the Year. 
um, probably a little overdue, if we're all just being honest. But Oh, I agree that, 100%. Yeah. But at the same time, I couldn't look up and down the list and say, well, you know, or a wrestler, of the year, I should say, not necessarily the former year, but, um, but I couldn't look up and down the list and say, oh, well, he should have beat that guy this year. He should have beat that guy this year. And, but I think he certainly was clear choice um, this year, except for the fact Gunnar Miller sure had a great year. <laughs> and and um, I, I, that's one of the points I wanted to highlight tonight as we kind of looked at the year in review. Chip Day, everybody knows, is that good. And you need to look no further than the people that Chip wrestled this year to quickly understand, oh, yeah. He's he's got it. He's he's on his thing right now, and Chip looks great, and he's feeling great, and he's doing his thing, and he's and he's doing his thing everywhere. But Gunner came out of nowhere, um, just tucked away up there in Empire, and then he just exploded. He was our champion. He was the Wowie Russell champion, and he was with, was he with you guys twice? Uh, actually, I think we had him about three times. Yeah. Was it three? We did the Gunner series, the Gunner versus Gunner series, uh, and then we had him another time work also. So I know we had him at least three times that year or last year. So, as your whose idea was the Gunner versus Gunner thing? Well, that was that was Big Wood. That was Woody's deal. He, uh, I want to book this. What do you think? I'm like, hey, let's do it. Hey, I, but well, you, I, I think it'd be a good match. I think it'd be something <laughs> that people really sink their teeth in. I, I think it'll work. <laughs> yeah, he actually said, "Hey, let's do this. Let's do a uh, one in Blue Ridge, and then let's take it down to Canton, and uh, let's see. Let's just see who is the true gunner. Book it as the true gunner." And wow, they they did a. I mean, and I know I'm getting a little off, but it was a great match at Blue Ridge, and no, no, and it no, just carried that's, that's right over. Part, part of what I want to talk about is that might be something that. Everybody didn't. I mean, I, I bet they knew about it, but everybody didn't get to hear right. about all the the details of it. So, how were the matches? They were great. I mean, like I say, they started out up in Blue Ridge. They did. They had a really great match, you know. And uh, uh, I think Gunner Miller actually went over in Blue Ridge. And I'm sorry, my memory is really short anymore. And then we went down to uh, Canton, and I'm telling you. They tore the house down, literally breaking breaking tables. Uh, it was just right down to the last minute, and then uh, Gunner from TNA went over, and it it was just a great match. I mean, they had a great match. And and talk about how Gutter, was the crowd Gunner. for that? Were they about fifty fifty, or did they pick one guy and get behind him? I know Gunner from TNA. Uh, Gunner also formerly of of Wildside here. And Anarchy as well, I would I would guess. Um, I know he's done a lot of shots for you guys. How did the crowd yeah. feel during that match? Or those you, you know, they this is weird, and this may sound weird, but they popped for both guys. I mean, they were just in it, you know. And they Gunner Miller would hit something, and it was a pop. And then Gunner would hit something, and there was a pop. I mean, it was. I wouldn't really say they were cheering one way or the other. They were just basically cheering for the great match. Uh, that That's the way I would put it. It was just such a good match, and it was back and forth, up and down. And they were cheering the psychology, the, the you know, the great part of how that match was going. And it was more just cheering the match more than the person on that, I, I, I would say. Yeah. And that sounds yeah. crazy, I mean, but... Well, when you got... When you get two guys who absolutely perform the part and look the part, that's not something that people get to see every week here. You know, I mean, it is what it is. Some guys, <laughs> some guys here have to get up nine to five it, and and might not have the the most time in the world to get to the gym and and, and get shredded up. Um, right. Doesn't mean you can't work. Doesn't mean you can't. Do all right around here, but when the people, especially the ladies, um, when they get to see two big strapping young men come in there, the energy in the building's a little different. It absolutely is. Um, you know, as oh, Gunner, yeah. as Gunner came down to PCW, 
um, we we took a chance in how we were going to present him um, as he's with Jeff G. Bailey, and anybody with Jeff G. Bailey is going to be absolutely despised, especially during the time when we brought Gunner in because that was in the middle of the cornerstone, and, you know, Jeff, Steve, Carpenter, they'd all attacked me, bloodied me up. Right. Uh, we weren't seeing eye to eye, all of us at the time, um, and there was some <laughs> – and they beat up Quasi. They cut Johnny Danger's hair. They tarred and feathered Quasi. Uh, it was bad. They they uh, chained up Brian Blaze and, and beat him. And um, we didn't know how it would play out. And so the idea became, well, let's, Jeff, you claim that you're free and clear. You're not going to cheat. You're not going to do your normal stuff. Um, you're just going to present this guy as the real deal that he is, and, and we're going to see. And, man, I just could not get over how well it all played out. And part of the reason it worked so well, it, to have a big success story like that, you've got to have guys willing to work with it and, and follow follow the program. And that gets me to another guy who I think – while he was wildly successful since he's been around, um, I think that he set himself up to be sort of in that Gunnar Miller spot next year, and that's Logan Creed. You know, Logan comes in, and he plays the major uh, uh, opponent right off the bat for Gunnar, and he does an amazing job with it. I mean, like, I wasn't surprised because Logan is that good, but even in my wildest dreams, I couldn't have drawn it up for it to go the way it did, and it really escalated Gunner in PCW, and then he beat Shane Marks, he beats Brian Blaze, he beats everybody, and then there it is, 4th of July, he comes out into those double cages, and he squares close to eye to eye, somebody can get with Jeter, and all we had to do was say sacred ground, and everybody knew what was going to happen. And and that uh, Jeter again, he's another guy that. He, and I know they they hit this on tipping point a lot, but it has to be said um, because we do get spoiled. Before I get into that point, let me ask you this, Daryl: How spoiled? Like, what is something you think you're spoiled to here in Georgia? Uh. Wow. <laughs> We're spoiled to just some really good wrestlers in Georgia. I mean, I, I know that there's some guys out there that's just, you know, backyard guys, but there's some really good talent out there. You, you mentioned Jeter and, uh, you know, you've got Gunner, you've got our guy Cyrus. I mean, could you imagine putting those three guys in a triple threat match in a cage and say, go at it, boys, best man wins? I mean, oh, there's, yeah. um, I don't there's, know that Cyrus our, is my favorite opponent to get in there and work against. Not yeah. about that. There's no question. He is my favorite guy to manage against. Like, when you get there and it's Shane Marks versus Cyrus, you don't have to do anything else. You just know. <laughs> Just know, oh, and and that is the case all over, you, all, all over. You know, we booked Shane with against Cyrus a, a couple of months ago, and I, I've got to send you the DVD. It was they tore it up. I mean, the people could not believe all. I mean, the back and forth. This match went fifteen minutes nonstop, and actually. Uh, one of my good friends, Tony Hunter, has seen Cyrus, and 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 you know this. You and I talked about it, and was really excited about him. And he and he called me, of course, this week, and asked, "Hey, I, I want to bring Cyrus up to Mount Airy, Georgia, where the Hardy Boys are, are actually Jeff Hardy's going to be." He says, "I want to really get a good guy, a good guy to work him." I'm like, "Oh, I got your guy." And you know, uh, <laughs> I booked Cyrus and Shane Marks up there. They're going to. Mount Airy is not going to know what hit them. I mean, I know they're they're looking forward to uh, Jeff Hardy, but 
when Shane Marks and Cyrus hit that ring and they do what they do, you're they're gonna they're, they're gonna know Georgia wrestling has some good guys out there. And uh, I don't know if you're going to go up with him or not, but I I, I I'll can't. Be in the but, you know, we, we've I got a show. I'll be in the building, my friend. Great. I'll be you got to tell me about <laughs> it. Take something video uh, and do something because I'm going to tell you. No, that's, you know, I know that and you know both. Thing. That's gonna yeah. That's I gonna that message, be a I'm great like, match. Well, let me let me check with him. Let me let me make sure it all works out. And it's you know. Everybody's busy. Sometimes you text out. You, you have to wait a little bit. I just said, "Hey, it's uh, Cyrus. You want to do it?" And it's like, "Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> you know, we'll figure yeah. it out." And, and like, we live in well, a state where that kind of feud can kind of go under the surface. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's be. that's crazy. Um, and like right. the Gunner and and Jeter thing that came out organically, um, and it was just this. If there was a an award category for most over, I think it's Jeter hands down, and yeah, I think that exactly. extends to just about anywhere he is. Because again, looks the part, performs the part. There is exactly. nobody that's like Jeter, really yeah. anywhere. <laughs> to be quite honest, and yeah. the. The year he had from getting that belt at Sacred Ground and carrying it through um, was just impressive. He, we had a match with him and Cyrus, a match with him and Tank, him and Iceberg, all the big guys. And, you know, he was so built up. And a matter of fact, he's the only guy other than Jimmy Rave in the uh, – or maybe it was an Empire show somewhere – um, to, to pin Gunner this year. He pinned Gunner at the end of Sacred Ground, but wow. aggression got the better part of him, and he gave him another shot and wound up getting uh, hoodooed, as it were, and, and lost the belt. But what a year. Um, yeah. Speaking of what a year, as you mentioned in the, in the open, I was so happy, proud, pleased. You Whatever the positive emotion is, when they said Torque was the most improved, I knew that we'd come to a different place in Georgia wrestling because in the years I've been here, a guy like Torque, who worked primarily in North Georgia, would never have been recognized right. in that capacity. And he was absolutely, hands down, the most improved. Um, I, I would say that for my money, it was him and Priscilla Kelly who had made the largest uh, strides this year. Damian Bennett's another guy who made some great strides. Um, but Torque was no questions asked. So you got to see it pretty much from the beginning of when he got paired up with Logan and he started doing some things different. Talk me through um, when kind of how he got started turning it around. And that's not to say that Torque was ever bad either. I don't want to put that out that he – which is terrible, but, you know, he just – he was a guy that came into his own. So talk me through how it was in the beginning and then give me the moment or the match that you saw and you were like, uh-oh, he's got it. Yeah. He – you know, he had all – he like I said, he'd been good. And, uh, you know, he, he – one thing is – and a lot of people don't know this. His father passed away, and he took some time yeah. off because his father was – had cancer and he was, you know, in bad shape. And uh, he passed away and then Tork decided to come back and he was doing pretty good. And then uh, he got with Logan and it just was uh, the psychology, it's like it clicked. I don't know. It's maybe he just once, you know, he got away from his father being sick and it, it cleared his mind. It, it just, I mean, match after match started. It, the psychology came out. He wasn't just, and, and he said that on on the uh, spot also on uh, with Tipping Point that, you know, he wasn't just a spot monkey anymore. He, it started to click. You know, Logan started working. And Logan's a great mind. People don't realize how good Logan is. He's been in a long time, so he's he's watched a lot of matches. You know, and uh, talking with him and and working with him, but 
you know, it, he realized that it wasn't just a bunch of spots. It, it's, you know, chain wrestling. He, you know, he's been able to put that together. Uh, you know, just the the look, the the actions, and that makes a lot on it. And, you know, he had a match with Kyle Matthews uh, about two months ago. Was one of the best matches I ever saw in all my life uh, in any indie show around. I mean, I was like amazed. <laughs> and just to be honest with you, I mean, we're going to go behind on something like this. Both, you know, I was asked, "What do you want?" I was like, "Wait a minute, you guys are like two of the best guys." You're asking me, and I, I gave them sort of something that I wanted, and oh my goodness, it was just like amazing. And they took that and just killed it. I mean, the uh, nobody wanted to see that match in, and, and it was just a great match, a really good match. But he had had a lot of good matches before that, like say, I mean, anybody we put him with, uh, I think he took what – I think he realized instead of, I'm going to do my match, hit this, 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 he took what they could do, put it with what he could do, and made really good matches out of it. I, you know, I say I haven't been doing this a couple of years, so I don't know if that makes sense what I'm saying. But no, it makes they, it was. It not, is that transition it, from from being a young guy who, like you said, knows what they can do and wants to go out there and get their shit in. Um, right. When you stop that and you understand, okay, I have the things that I can do that are that are exciting and they get the crowd fired up i know what those things are let me find out the things that you do that work with the things that i do and right. let's get in there and, it, and it, that is the hardest thing to explain to a non-wrestling fan you know usually if there's a pay-per-view on sunday um i've usually got guys over and Occasionally, my wife will be watching with us, and she'll hear us talking about telling a story, telling a story, telling a story. That's the hardest thing to make somebody who's not a fan understand that all of this extra stuff, you know, all of the promos and all of the bluster and all of the big high spots and all that stuff, that stuff is the icing. Cake. Exactly. Cake is that story. And if your cake is dry, don't matter how much icing you put on it, it's still dry cake. If your cake's underdone, don't matter how much icing you put on it, you still got a raw cake. But when it all melts together, that's when it works. And that is, you're exactly right, that is where Torque uh, put it. Oh, man, I wish I could remember who I saw him with. Um, was it Torque and Talon, I think, maybe the last time I was in Blue Ridge? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> we I, we I, have I'm, so I'm many pr- matches. Yeah, and I was I was blown away by both of them. And again, I've been around those guys for multiple years now, and I've saw them, and I thought, well, I know what they can do, and but no, he just he just blew me away. Um, I think a guy like that for me this year, well, there's a couple. Um, Brian Blaze really came into his own, Um, and it was not through. Big flashy this or big flashy that. It was just put on my boots, I pull them up, and I go out here and I go to work. And I go to work in a fashion that I want to make sure everything we do in this thing makes the most sense. Everything we do in this thing is for the betterment of the show and the match. And what we figured out about Brian is he is the best that I've ever seen at a triple threat match. And what they did at Sacred Ground was just incredible. Him, Logan Creed, and Trevor Aon, and, and Brian, just there's something about the way he thinks and the way that he knows what everybody else can do allows him to just weave these things together. And the knock on Brian Blaze um, forever has been, ah, uh, he's Jeter's partner, but, you know, what's, what is he? What's his personality? Um, uh, what What is he? And we found out this year that, Inside Brian Blaze was this great, lovable baby face that could make people emote for him without having to do a lot of talking. Just by the strength of going out and consistently performing, every time you paid $10 or $12 or whatever you paid to see Brian Blaze, 
when he came out, you knew you were not going to get shortchanged. He was going to give it all to you. And he did it every single time. And Brian Kane was a guy for us that was the exact same way. Just came out, here to go to work. Here to go to work. You, you weave him into the right story, put him in the right place, and he just takes off and goes. And he's one of those guys that no matter what you ask him to do, <laughs> no matter what you ask him to do, he'll do it. And he'll figure out how to make it work. And, and I was just extremely proud to have those guys working under my umbrella this year. Well, now, that goes back to let, – let me just get this in real quick. Yeah, it's, go, go, go. It's getting egos out of the way. And, you know, I, I would rather have work, and, and I, I believe you'll agree with this too, a really good guy that doesn't have an ego, that wants to go in and work and perform, and that, that's what it is. It's a performance. All day long over a really great guy that has an ego that doesn't want to listen to anybody and do everything his way. I mean, that's yep. that's the way I look at it. Uh, let me run this by you real quick and see what mm-hmm. you think on this. I, you was talking about uh, wrestler of the year. I, I voted for Chip, you know, because I thought he really had done a really great job with every, everybody he had worked. Now, if Gunner would have been – uh, on the most improved, I think it would have been a hard. I think I, it would have been hard for me to decide between Torch. Of course, Torch, my guy, of course, but I think yes, it would have made it a little bit harder for me to decide because I think I really think Gunner was more put out for most improved more than the best uh, wrestler. Uh, that's where I I could vote for Chip on that because of his body of work. And with Gunner, he he and he, I'm a Gunner guy. I don't let anybody fool you. I'm a Gunner guy, but I think I could have done a. a I think most improved uh, would have been hard for me to made a decision between two of them. And I don't know if if you're the same way or not. But that was that was the reason I vote for Chip for the whole body of work uh, versus Gunner with what he had done this year. I think you're right. Um, I think. Wrestler of the Year is always a tough one because what is the Wrestler of the Year to you and to me is probably different. There's probably five, seven definitions that run around, you know, because some of us think it's the guy who worked up top at the most places. It's the guy who uh, wrestled the most high-profile matches. or It's the guy that did it. That's a tough one. Um, I think if we had a category for, like, just um, sort of like MVP or something like that, where this is the guy that meant the most at the promotions he was at. That's a place that Gunner might could win. Um, most Improved is also a place he could be. But I think that what, what used to happen with Most Improved all the time um, was like Yehi's first year on the scene. He won Most Improved because people didn't know where to put him. Um, right. Fred didn't get that much better that year because Fred was really good. Um, or maybe if we had like a Rookie of the Year category. Where it's not necessarily somebody who's just first year in the business, but it might just be their first year really getting out there. Um, but, yeah, I agree that, that Chip and Gunner had these two great years that were very, very different, incredibly different. Um, a lot of people are going to point to night one of Scenic City and say, ah, Gunner had a flaw. Um, right. But I think everybody probably had a bad one in them this year. Um, and I would point you to night two of Phoenix City <laughs> and say, hey, yeah. guy's all right. Um, that right. guy is a bit of okay. Um, and I think, you know, the thing that got you guys over the most, uh, was it was it number two for, for your AJ Styles show? Was that the runner-up to for show of the year? Is that right? Right, yeah. Uh-huh, right. It was. Uh, no um, Limits was, was runner-up. Uh-huh. So let's just – let's finally – you know, we, me and Woody pushed that thing and pushed that thing because we all wanted it to work. Um, but let's just be honest. You're the luckiest jackasses on the face <laughs> of the earth, right? I, hey. <laughs> you I, scheduled I, that I thing and, three and weeks later, start. and you were assed out. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we had that thing booked like three months before it came, and it was it just got better and better and better, and all of a sudden here he is. He comes out on the Royal Rumble, and we're like, "What are we gonna do?" 
I mean, the phone just started ringing off the hook. Nobody could park anywhere. We had we turned her away so many. I had to ask. They called me out there and said, you got to do something. These people are mad. And I basically had to physically tell a guy, look, you got to go. I'm sorry. I mean, you, I, I'm sorry you guys can't get in, but we can't get shut down. Mom, I'm I mean, shut it us was, down. Yeah, it was, it was unreal. Uh, standing room. How unbearable was Woody that day? Just how terrible was Woody? You know, Woody's Woody's uh, actually mellowed out a little bit from what he has been. But yeah. <laughs> you know, warning, he was he was, but he he didn't show it that much. But he wanted to, you know, we've got all these people here. We really want to do a great show. We want to make a good showing, and and that's a lot of pressure when you've got that. But the guys hit it. I mean, every single match. The guys hit it. I mean, it was just unreal. I mean, we like I say, we've had as many people talk about that street fight as much as we have of the AJ match, you know. And it's yep. because I mean, when they came out of that locker room fighting, people was like, "Oh my God, what's going on?" You know. And it was it was a great, it was just a great all way around show. Whereas I'm just going to say it this way: the Super Show, in, in a lot of ways, was right backwards. I mean, right opposite. We really wanted to do a good show, and we had a big crowd, but it just did not hit like no limit. Uh, ring problems, uh, yeah. first time. Yeah. yeah. A rope breaks. Uh, a board, two boards go flying up after Cousin Cletus and Cyrus tear it up, you know, and a couple of matches yep. just, just did not jail. You know, it just wasn't the show. And so, you know, but I was real proud of No Limits. And, that you is- know, of course, we've. We've got No Limits 2017. I'm really excited about coming up also. But, oh, know, yeah. We're going to get to that. Don't we'll you talk about fret. That we're going to get to that. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that later. Every time I look but around, was... here y'all come with something. <laughs> and, and I'm glad I got – I, I scheduled my big show for the 21st. Thank you very much. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but it is, it is weird that, you know – the bugaboos do seem to come out on Big Show Day. Um, we didn't pop a board all year to sacred ground. Um, we had a canvas so bloody we had to change it at sacred ground. Wow. <laughs> and, and, man, but, dude, you could have knocked me over with a feather the whole night because I, I, I felt like I was having an out-of-body experience. It's like that's so great. Yeah. Um, it just didn't feel like I was. It, and I, I don't think it'll ever dawn on me. Like, and I've probably told the story a thousand times, so I'll keep it short. But, like, when I moved here, I just Googled independent wrestling Atlanta and I saw some crazy thing called PCW. I said, well, that's the thing I'd like to go to. And I just started going to that show. And I can, I can, I can tell you, I had never once thought about being involved with wrestling at all, ever. I did not have the dream of being in the business. I loved wrestling, absolutely loved it, consumed every bit of it, but it never even crossed my mind that it was something that I could be involved with. You know, I, I just never never dawned on me. And I saw a few of those shows, I was like, man, sure would be nice to do this show. This one. And, uh, you know, things turn to this, and I start managing. I'm doing all this. Never once worked the PCW show. Never once. <laughs> and here we are at Sacred Ground Chapter 7 in what I'm telling you <laughs> that nobody can deny is the best wrestling venue in the state easily, and there's a whole lot more places that it's going to beat out to. And we walk in there that Friday night just to get the lay of the land and understand, you know, um, what what we need to do, how we need to set up. And I'm out there and I'm counting chairs. And I'm like, and, you know, cat out of the bag, PCW is we are what we are. We're going to draw the number we're going to draw. Um, and... That's not something that I'm ever really concerned about. Like I said, I just want to protect that base. 
And so we had chairs to accommodate the base and, you know, to always accommodate uh, sacred ground. And I know this mama and this mama and this mama and this mama is all going to be there. So I want to make sure that everybody has a place to come enjoy because this is our celebration. This is literally what we work all year for. We have one big show, and it's sacred ground. I look at the chairs, and I, I go to my man in Porterdale, Tim, and I say, Tim, we're going to need some more chairs. And he kind of looks at me, and he says, you think so? I said, get me some more chairs, Tim. <laughs> and he got us some more chairs, and we should have got some more. <laughs> um, and just all night, I couldn't believe it. I was, you know, standing on the archway, and it was it was one of those nights where I didn't have to do a whole lot. Um, it was all taken care of in advance. Everybody knew where we were going, what we were doing. People were on time for the most part. Everything was ready. And I was kind of like, oh, I don't know what to do with myself. So I'm just going to sit here and watch it. And I said after the show, I said, I couldn't have taken a controller and sat down at the monitor in the back like I was playing a video game and done. And this went any better than it did. And then you remember, oh, yeah, i got a thing to do at the end of this. <laughs> um, and and that went, you know, that went. And right. I just couldn't get over it. And, you know, it was, no, it didn't win show of the year, but I can tell you right now, it was my show of the year. <laughs> hey, sure. you got that satisfaction inside. It's one of those where it's, uh, and, and that's the way No Limits was for us. It's like, wow, this thing, I wish it never going to end, but then it ends. Too yeah. quick, but you sit back and you're just sitting there like, wow, now that was. It's, if I couldn't, have, I couldn't have drawn it out any better. Yeah. You know? and, and the thing about No Limits was, but when did that show happen? Uh, March the fifth. I mean, February the 5th. March. February the fifth of last year. This year shows on uh, February the fourth. So February the fifth, all the way through the year, people remembered that show. Right. No. I mean, I couldn't tell you what I did in February last year, <laughs> um, <laughs> let alone remember when somebody else's show was and what it was about. But all through the year, people and and to be runner up for for especially for that category, um, that's about as high as you could hope for because Scenic City, as long as it is run the way they're running it, somebody's gonna have to just have a miracle. To be better than that. Now I'm right. damn sure gonna try. <laughs> oh, we're always, I'm certainly well, gonna well, get I've after already, it. I, I've already told Scott we we actually run by one by technicality, so it doesn't matter, you know, because he was in Tennessee. <laughs> so I said, you know, you got sure of the year, but that's Tennessee. We got it in Georgia. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But I mean, you know, what those guys and, and that was that was an amazing two night event. I hate that I oh, yeah. only got this night one of it. Um. And we'll see what happens this year because something tells me we might. <laughs> and it wouldn't bother me if that was just a, a night where we all said, you know what, we're not going to fight it. We're going to go up here. We're going to all buy a ticket, and we're just going to enjoy. And that is there our, you, you know, that's our cauliflower alley. That's our Gulf right. Coast reunion where we just all go watch this thing and enjoy it. Because, um, yeah. I mean, it is. It is, I don't, it is as good as advertised. What is something this year, whether it be something that y'all had, something that somebody else had that you were just that just got you down a little bit? Was there anything that just really bothered you this year? Uh, not really. I mean, working. I'll tell you one thing that 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 is really draining is. Uh, you know, which Woody does ninety percent of the booking, but when we do these shows where we bring in talent, uh, that will strain you about as bad as anything there is to do in wrestling to me. And Woody can have that book as long as he'll carry it. Because I'm going to tell you, book this guy. Okay, yeah, he's on. Oh wait, he's going over to Japan. Uh, book this guy. Oh, his dad. Uh, and won't name any names. His dad's got a show, and he really needs him on that show, so he's not coming. Yeah. And I, I'm going to tell you something. Some of, we won't do as many shows like that this year because 
I just don't have it in me. I'm just going to tell you. Yeah. Uh, that was probably some of the biggest letdown in wrestling because I said, you know, if I had to do that again, I'd just give me a bullet. <laughs> because mm-hmm. it, yeah. <laughs> I, I would much rather mm-hmm. work with the guys, these indie guys, that I know that show up, that want to work, that want to do it out of the love of it all day long as some of these guys that's out there that's been in the limelight that, uh, you know, basically think that we owe them something. I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but, you know, it's just, it's tough. It's tough working with some of these guys. Uh, I've been in it two years now. I I know a lot of these guys that, that, you know, we can work with, that's ready to take what you got, better what you have, because – with me writing storylines, most of the storylines now, what I like is with the talent we bring in, I don't just say you do this, this, this. I say here's an outline of what I want, and they take it and they run with it and they they make it better than what I gave them. And that's yeah. what I like about our guys. And I'm sure you have that happen with you all the time, that you don't just give them oh. every little line they have to do or – Anything oh, like God, that. No. I have no yeah. interest in cutting your promo for you. <laughs> right. No interest in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, for every for every one of those times where it's this thing happens, this thing happens, that thing happens, especially for y'all, um, I just think about um, Cortez Castro coming in and just being a gym. Yeah. Just yeah. taking the load. This thing got missed, that thing got missed, taking the load and running with it. Tell you, the thing for me, we had something planned for 4th of July that just could not do it. Just could not pull it off, and I'm still bothered by it. So much in the fact that I'm not going to say what it is because I'm going to try it again sometime. (laughs) (laughs) But um, another thing that got me was I sure wish Empire was still around. I ain't got that yet. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 just, I, 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 I do too. They, they, they were good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Drew and his wife. I mean, I, I and that maybe they'll take some time off and come back in it. You know. Uh, yeah. He, yeah. Right. You're he never is a great wrestling, performer. Right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that was it's just thing like, I missed this year um, was was being so overwhelmed. Is not, but. Running a show takes so much of your attention that if it came down to like, oh, man, it's the second or the fourth, whew, I could go hunt out a booking, or I could not go anywhere. I don't want to stay home. Um, that got me a little bit this year, um, just from not getting out and managing. And, and I, I love performing, and I love all that, but more so getting to go out and see the guys that I was seeing all the time and, and – Scouting a little talent here and there. I did miss that. I think I'm going to rectify that situation this year. You know, we're in a better right. place, more stable, more more dialed in. Um, I've had to have a couple shows this year where I just flat out couldn't be there. And I had people, I've got the, the infrastructure now to, to say, hey, here's the things we need to go. And I know the show's going to be taken care of. And And so that's what I'm looking. That's my New Year's resolution, as it were. So, all right, man, somehow we have burned through almost an hour, so let's get into it. you got a big show coming up, bud. Tell people yes, what you've got going on. Oh, well, this Saturday, you mentioned Cortez Castro. Uh, he's coming back in, and we're going to be doing a show with him. And he is just talking about he's a, ca- a class act. I mean, just really a good guy and work with and, Loves to work with others, and, and I'm real excited about him coming back in. That, that's going to be our uh, show this Saturday. And I think we actually may be doing a show Friday also because of the ice storm. We were supposed to have one last Friday. So uh, I think Woody decided, hey, you know, let's don't let our fans in Blue Ridge down. So I think we're going to actually do a show Friday also. So we're going to do a Friday and a Saturday. But the good thing right. is, it's up in Blue Ridge, it's all set up, so we just, you know, pretty much can open the door and take them on in. Yep. 
Yeah, so we're going to do that. And then we're taking a week off to uh, be able to go to shows. And, you know, you said you was ready to show 21st. Maybe I'll get I'll down tell you when you want to be at. Show. little place right in Porterdale, run by the name of PCW. Um, there you go. We got a hot one because <laughs> we got to make up for missing a show, snow date, too. And uh, the the thing that people should be most excited for, yet another runner-up. Performer of the year was the Carpenter. Carpenter right. issued a challenge to kill the butcher, and these two have been trying to kill each other in PCW. They are just not seeing eye to eye, and Bill is trying to get his hands on him. And the Carpenter keeps putting implements in his path. And I'm telling you, Daryl, he's got two implements that he's putting in his path this week, or excuse me, on the 21st. One called Iceberg, and another one called Tank. Right. It is going to be a six-man tag between Carpenter, Tank, Iceberg, versus Bill the Butcher. Now, I know something that Carpenter doesn't know. I know who's going to be with Bill the Butcher, and it is. Sometimes you got to go look a little further back. What a lot of people don't know is one of the best tag teams around who were at Sacred Ground are the Hooligans. And they go way back with Bill the Butcher. And they have stepped in. So it will be Tank, Iceberg, Carpenter versus Bill the Butcher and the Hooligans. And I'm here to tell you, I'm just going to kick my feet up. I'm going to be back away from the ring. I will not be in my normal place. Because that will not be safe. <laughs> oh, be I, safe. I, I want to ask you one real quick question on that. Do you have some extra boards? Some extra strengthening <laughs> of that ring? Because you're going to need it, my friend. If wow, they tear it up, be we just take it outside. That's the PCW way. <laughs> now, you got one more thing that you got cooking, bud. You got three minutes left in this show. And as generous as I am, lay it on them. Oh, well, February the 4th, we've got Jeff Hardy in the house. This thing just, basically, you talk about falling in your lap. My good friend Tony, which I mentioned earlier, called me and said, Hey, Daryl, Jeff's going to be in town on the 4th doing something in Atlanta. Do you want to use him? I'm like, wait, do I want to what? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Yeah. And we got him at a great deal because he's already doing something in Atlanta, so he's just going to pop up that way. And in Jasper, Georgia, uh, doors going to open at six o'clock. Uh, they'll start signing at six thirty. I'm going to tell you, we've got a great show. I mean, uh, it's going to be him versus Caleb Conley, and man, that that right there is worth the admission as as it is, you know. Uh, Crazy Absolutely. Steve is going to come back in from TNA uh, Impact. Uh, go at Torque again. He and Torque went at it at the Super Show. Uh, Crazy Steve said, hey, I know you're having Jeff Hardy, but I'm going to tell you something. The last time I was down there and that stinking Logan Chase the third stuck his nose in our match, I'm going to be down that way. Let me come by. I'm going to make this thing right. I'm not telling Steve that. He'll bite your head off, you know. No, not telling him no on that. So he's coming back for some revenge. Uh, if I was Logan Chase, I don't think I would even come out. Uh, Gunner <laughs> Miller. We were talking about Gunner Miller. Gunner Miller versus Cyrus the Destroyer. Oh, man. I mean, you, you that's me just too. three matches. I mean, Tank's going to be there. Uh, just, I'm excited. I mean, I, I'm I'm just beside myself on on this. I I tell you, I know we had a lot of stuff at the Super Show, uh, but this show to me is going to far be be- bigger and better than that show. I mean, the matchups, the you know, some of the history between, like I say, Crazy Steve and and Torque, and and uh, the way that ended, and and then Caleb Conley, Caleb Conley, and Jeff Hardy, it's it's going to be a great night. Uh, 
If you don't have your I was, go to gpw1.org and we're pre Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Front row sold out. Second row just nearly sold out. I mean, and that's just in two day, three days. So it's going to be a great well, show. I'll tell you what, if you hear a peck on the side door along about 9.15, no issue, buddy, and just let me in. <laughs> Who that? Who that? Who that? Who is that guy? <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll give you all this story before we go. You come on. I was on the Peach State show the last time Jeff Hardy was in this area. And I'm telling you, the buzz in the building was palpable. And, folks, right. if somebody who wants to meet Jeff Hardy, you better get there and get in line. Because the line was out to the interstate. And to Jeff wow. Hardy's credit, sat there, and he met every person that wanted to meet him. He might have taken a break to get him a drink of water in the back and just take a, a second to himself, but he went back out there and he signed everything and talked to everybody that wanted to meet him. And he is so, a really class act. I've met him a couple of times. That's he something is, that means something really to right. Get out there yeah. and get in it, because I, I, that was one of my favorite moments of that year was standing you know, backstage while he made his entrance. Yeah. And I said, boy, if you told me <laughs> a few years ago, <laughs> no, no, you'll be back here with his Hardy music playing, and you'll be right back here watching it go down. I told you you were crazy, and you are a liar. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for hanging in with us. Daryl, thank you for filling in for Woody. Hope everything works out thank the way it needs to work out. Had a great conversation. This is Free the Hard Way. Check out Tipping Point next week. Stay tuned to GeorgiaWrestlingHistory.com for the latest information on upcoming events and more. As always, we thank you for your continued support.